0: I want to share a few more thoughts about burdens and putting them down. Because especially now coming into the retreat, it's really um, a good time to put those things down that you've been carrying in your life. And sometimes those are burdens that we've been carrying that are kind of recent or current. But they also it also includes the things that we might have been carrying all our life or many lives. And of course you might have more than one. <laughs> <clears throat> or you might have one big one that kind of dwarfs everything else. And these are things all of us could. Every one of us. Because we're living human life and we're living in samsara and there's lots of suffering, lots of dukkha, lots of discomfort. And of course we also have joy and happiness and success and pleasant feelings and pleasant times in our life. And they're connected. I want to share a short sutta of the Buddha called The Burden. Might think you might want to do, if you so desire, is use your phone for just that one thing. <laughs> Read the sutta, maybe. So the Buddha said he wants to tell us about the burden, the bearer of the burden, picking up the burden and putting down the burden. Now when you think of the burdens you're carrying, you probably won't think of them in the way he's going to talk about them, but I think we can find a way of understanding our burdens in this way. He said, what is the burden? The five grasping aggregates. Form, feeling, perception, choices, and consciousness. That's the burden. So if you think of something in your own experience right now, these days, that you you know is heavy in whatever way, how does it relate to those five things? Is it how we feel? Is it our body? Is it someone else's body? Is it our perceptions, their perceptions, decisions we need to make, or patterns in our life, our inner mind. Consciousness. That one's a little harder, maybe, to directly relate to what you're experiencing. I guess if you were unconscious, maybe that burden wouldn't be so prominent. (laughs) But the point here is, use this in a way that actually makes sense. you um, in a way of seeing that isn't so wrapped up in what the content is recognizing that you know let's say it's something physical by the way we're dedicating today's practice to a friend who's going in for an MRI today around noontime that chanting at noon will be for her, as well as everyone here. And you can do that too. This is another way to infuse dhamma in your life, reflecting on who really you'd like to share some merit of your practice with. And back to the the burden, if it's something in the body, You know, that makes it pretty straightforward, a physical ailment or concern. But in the bigger picture, it's also that this body is aging. No matter how old we are, it's aging. The Buddha's identification of aging, sickness, and death as, you know, those things that we Dread and experiences suffering, the word is actually old age. Not just the fact that you're aging from the time you're born. Old age. And you know, but as we as we reflect on our own experience, this of course is one of the areas where we experience significant dukkha. And and of course that everything that we You know, instead of letting it sit there with that rock, <laughs> um, it has some relationship to these five aggregates or five khandhas. And who's the bearer of the burden? It's this person with such and such a name, such a clan or background or family history or whatever. Here it's name and clan. It's the way the Buddha talked about identifying as a person, as a human being, an individual. And that individual are the bearer of the burden. And what does it mean to pick up the burden? He said, it's the craving That leads to future lives mixed up with relishing and greed, taking pleasure in various different realms. Now, this doesn't this I believe the Buddha really did mean talking about rebirth and talking about different realms, but you can also apply that in this life to you know, picking up the realm of what's going on at work or picking up the realm of what's going on in my relationship or picking up the realm of what's going on in my body and what are those future lives in the, in the here and now. You know, it's, it's kind of getting, getting reestablished into a situation every time we enter it, every time we ponder over it, think about it, worry about it carry it. And he said, this is craving for sensual pleasures, craving to continue existence, to continue being, and craving to end existence. So it's the wanting, and it's the wanting to get rid of. Wanting Sensual experience, sensual pleasure, and the wanting to get something and want or wanting to get rid of something. Those are really the three. So think about the examples in your life. Like what what are the burdens right now? Sometimes it's a change that we're going through. And then out of these three kinds of craving fit? And then, of course, what we really want to know is how to put it down. How do I put it down? Well, the Buddha said, it's the fading away and cessation of that very same craving with nothing left over. Giving it away. Letting it go. Releasing it, and not adhering to it. This is called putting down the burden. I like that, not adhering to it. It's like we're not, we're not doing the Velcro thing. With the burden. And when we put it down, it's still there. It's still, it's not, it's not about changing the situation. I mean, that's usually the way we try to put down burdens. We try to resolve them. There's nothing wrong with that. But can we address things in our life without so much adhering to it? Without the clinging, without the craving. And of course, when he talks about the cessation of that craving with nothing left over, I mean, that's our That's where you're headed. You you know, but we're, like I said, I apologize if I got this wrong, but (laughs) we're probably all still working our way to that point. And, uh, And so, really recognizing it's a process, and to be gentle with ourselves about that. Even when you reflect on what am I carrying, to to be kind to ourselves about that. Because some, some of us have that pattern where as soon as we see something we think needs to be corrected, we're kind of like all over ourselves about it, upset or blaming ourselves. So incriminating kind of behavior. So don't do that. Um, And then it says, uh, Then the Holy One, the teacher, went on to say, The five aggregates are indeed burdens, and the person is the bearer of the burden. Picking up the burden is suffering in the world, and putting the burden down is happiness. When the heavy burden is put down without picking up another and having plucked out craving, root and all, you're hungerless. extinguished. And again, this is Bhante Suggato's translation, so extinguished here, means nirvana. It's that experience of nirvana. Nibbhaned. You've been (laughs) Nibbhaned. So what we want to do is get a sense of how we practice this, and how that applies to our life, to our experience here and now. And This is very much a part of infusing our life with the Dhamma, of course. And it's reflecting. Mm. what bears down on me, what, every time I engage with it, has this heavy feeling. There's some degree of dukkha there, some dissatisfaction, something I want to be different. So one question we can ask is, what can I do? Or is this something that's not in my control? If it's not in our control, and we're still depending upon its changing, then we're going to keep suffering. How can we step back from that? and let it or that person or that situation be as it is, and we remove our craving, our aversion. And part of it is looking at the bigger picture, you know, People all over the world having similar situations. It's not just me. This is one of the things that the Buddha talks about in regard to the noble disciple, as contrasted with the untaught, ordinary person. So those of you who have been reading the suttas, maybe even if you've never looked at the suttas, If you do, then you'll see a lot of references like that. This is how the untaught ordinary person thinks and reacts and perceives and so on. And and then this is how the noble disciple thinks and reacts and perceives and so on. And it's really beautiful, because it really lays out, you know, how do you bring the Dhamma into every aspect of your life? And recognizing that you are a noble disciple. You've encountered this Dhamma, and you want to understand it, and you want to use it in your life, and you are using it in your life. And whether or not you feel like well I've made progress or I have any kind of attainment doesn't really matter in my opinion. What matters is that we're on that track. And um, so it's it's uh, beautiful to think about how can I look at this situation in a way that I don't have to hold on to it. And I can step back and recognize that this has been happening from the undiscoverable beginning (laughs) in the world. And it's happening to a lot more people than to me. And I don't have to be so tightly identified with this as soon as we start stepping back, holding, holding it out here in front of us to observe it, letting the processes inside calm down, then we can see it more clearly. Maybe we can even take a different approach to it that actually does help relieve some of the suffering that comes along with that situation. So for now, hold those thoughts about the burden lightly and see if you can set it aside for a while. For now. And know that you can Things that need to be addressed you can address later and maybe being with what the feelings are that are arising I'll probably talk about this more or one of us at any point might talk about this more but when we allow all those chemicals in our system that get released when we think about our burdens and when we're carrying them when that all settles down, then how much our perception changes? We really can find more creative ways of working with what comes along in life. So with that I think we'll meditate.